0: Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1.
1: S10-128 gigabyte, $10 a month, up to 20 to 50 month. Credit, applied in two bills, or can early. the Balance to a limit of basic, up to $9, 30, 20, pay $32 per month per line. All the pay, data before your organization, to congestion, speed maximums, your stores and restrictions apply.
2: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax results.
1: I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here
2: she is, your host Mimi Shoneman.
4: Good morning and welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 107.1. We are streaming online at My Talk 107.1. Uh, I am Sonny filling in for Ms. Shannon this morning in with Mimi Shoneman as well as Phil Olson. First of all, good morning you guys. Good morning. morning. I got my pen and paper ready so I'm ready to learn. <laughs> but before we start I wanted to let you guys know that you can get in on the show. Please call us with your questions at 6 651-641-1071. and I know there's some housekeeping in M- MLS numbers that has to be said.
0: NMLS 238-103, <laughs> Branch NMLS 379094, and Company NMLS 150953.
4: Mm, I've right. got none of that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> all right, you guys. What are do we doing do, today?
5: I do want to tell everybody that, you know, we had a wonderful contest going on last week with a $50 Crave restaurant gift card for our, all of our callers that called in with questions. And we had... I guess what was a transposed number because the winner, Kelly, who we posted you on our Facebook show page, um, be sure and call us today with your real number so we can get you your Crave gift card. But Come we're
0: gonna, on, Kelly, call on in. We,
5: I mean, <laughs> Phil and I are both like blowing somebody up, but we don't know who it was and they weren't calling us back. But anyway, um, so we're doing that same contest again today. We'll be doing a live drawing tomorrow on Facebook uh, and we're going to do a randomized drawing and we'll post to the winner is tomorrow but the callers have to call today all right calling so with any
0: type of real estate or mortgage question and believe it or not i think mimi or myself we probably have the answer
4: yep. yeah I might have it so if the number might have, hey. might have it sonny might have it the number i probably have it the number 651-641-1071 651-641-1071 so phil you know, we're, everybody's talking about what's going
5: on with the market right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of buzz going on that things are changing and blah, blah, blah. But you and I know, because we work together so much, that it is still a super hot, exciting real estate market.
0: Rates are still low, even though they've come up about a quarter of a percent over the last three days. Uh, but rates are still in the threes and the low fours. All right. And uh, we're still seeing a lot of activity on properties between that one hundred dollars and $300,000 price point, but I have heard that inventories are increasing and that properties are sitting on the market just a little bit longer. What's your thoughts, Mimi?
5: They definitely are sitting on the market a little bit longer. It's a little bit surprising um, because we do still have a ton of buyers out there that are pre approved and ready to go. Uh, Especially if you're listening to this and you've got a home that's under 300, I'm going to even say 350. We want to talk to you and see if we can't do a buyer match with your property. We've got lots of people approved, right, Phil? Well,
0: I've got. Right now, over 40 qualified buyers out there looking for properties.
5: And in our company, we've got thousands. Thousands of buyers that are just looking for a property like yours. And we're posting a video today on the My Talk show page that says, Sellers, now is the time to buy. Because if you're already owning, there's a good chance that maybe you might be able to go out and purchase first and then sell, depending on the type of property that you have and the price point that you're in.
0: Well, We've talked about that strategy. is a buy first, sell second strategy. And right now, I think I've got three buyers that are actually going to be implementing that strategy here when they find that specific property. Then they're going to put their house on the market after they buy their home.
5: Exactly, because the biggest fear that we hear from our sellers out there is that, yeah, you know, I want to sell, but I haven't seen what it is that I'm looking for yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of fear that they're going to sell their house and be homeless Mm -hmm. or sell their house and have to settle for something that's not as good as what they currently have. Uh, sell their house and have to spend more on what they would have had, and you know, lots of fears out there for our sellers.
0: I've also heard from sellers that they don't want to accept a ninety day contingency, uh, allowing the the their basically their buyer to sell their home first and then buy their home through those sellers. So the sellers aren't want to taking they don't want to take that ninety day contingency because they're afraid there's a better buyer out there that can mm. close sooner.
5: Exactly. So we hear your fears out there, sellers or potential sellers. And we welcome you to call here today with your questions to me and Phil. And also, don't forget, everybody who does call, we're going to be putting your name into the hat for our Facebook drawing for a $50 Crave gift card. So, Phil, you know, rates ridiculously low right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Helping a lot of people refinance their properties, uh, getting rid of PMI. Uh, We've seen property appreciations here in the last, oh, three years that have gone up almost 30% throughout the whole metro. So seeing a lot of activity on the refinance front, but still seeing activity on the buyer's market as well.
5: Exactly. So, you know, we talk about the sellers out there that have equity. If there's somebody out there that right now thinks that they're underwater, we definitely want to talk to you and see if we can't help you. Right, Phil?
0: I, I haven't seen a buyer or a person that owns a home underwater now in almost the last year. Haven't heard that story, okay. but I'm assuming they're still out there, but they're very, very few.
4: Okay. All right. Well, we got a call at this early in the morning. It is Peter. He's actually Phil's client.
1: Oh my gosh. Good morning,
4: Peter. Welcome to morning, Red Hot Real Estate. What is your question for the morning? Well, good morning.
1: I, I actually don't have much of a question because uh, I'm a new client of Phil's and He's really good at answering questions. So um, what I wanted to relay is is kind of my story and, and how I met Phil, if you don't mind. Oh, Absolutely. by all means, go for it. Um, I guess uh, I, I, I don't really want to do a lot of advertising, but I do think it's important that uh, uh, I reward remarkable service. And, and I guess my story is about the remarkable service I got this week, uh, or this last week with Phil. Uh, not to make your head too big in a film. <laughs> so, what, so,
0: what was the difference? What was the difference, Peter?
1: Uh, the difference is you're uh, two things. First of all, uh, I guess I can tell that you care. You're passionate about what you do. Uh, that was immediately apparent. Uh, you know, when I, I, I was listening to your show last week, and some lady called in, and I, she had some kind of major problem, and he and pretty much told her. this says, listen, what you need to do is call me. And that really had an impact on me because you really wanted to help her. <laughs> and he says, call me. I can fix this for you. And that was wonderful advice. And I thought, you know, I don't, you know, I go to the tax guy to have my taxes done. Mm-hmm. I go to a doctor for medical issues. Mm-hmm. I go to a barber for a haircut. Mm-hmm. What makes me think I'm an expert at my mortgage? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I did a refinance they say, "Oh, just let us take care of all the paperwork, sign the documents. We'll take care of everything." Well, I don't, I don't know anything about it. So, I was listening to your show, and I thought, "Well, why don't I call Phil? He's an expert, and you went through everything so well, it's just very simple thing. thing. and made it simple for me to understand." Me and my lovely wife, and and that means you have a really good grasp of it that, yep. and so you be very comfortable with it. In, in it. And that's why I'm calling in right now.
0: Well, we sure appreciate it, Peter.
4: Absolutely, Peter. Yeah, thank and you for calling in with that.
5: You're not wrong because that's why he's our mortgage expert. So, um, But we well, are going to enter your name into our Crave gift card, gift card giveaway well, on Facebook. So be sure and like us on the Red Hot Real Estate Group, okay?
1: Okay. If I have one more second, too, it's just I want to explain, you know, people spend a lot of time. They can spend an hour watching a TV show that they don't even want to watch every week. But if you could, even if you don't don't know anything about you know your mortgage, and you think, "Well, I own this house, I'm fine," it couldn't hurt to spend an hour with Phil. Just mm-hmm. just give him a call because he says he's going to end up saving me about a fifty or sixty thousand dollars. So oh. it was kind of worth it. I'd <laughs> so say I recommend people, even if you're not thinking about refinancing or anything, it can't hurt to have Bill take a look.
0: Appreciate it, Peter.
4: Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Thank you. Do you guys got it? Oh, I think we do. We have enough time to take another call. We have somebody that is selling and wants to buy in Wisconsin. Or should we wait for the next break? You tell us. You tell <laughs> us.
0: Let's let's take the call. Okay, let's
4: take the call. Good morning, Pat. Welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What's your question? Hello, I am questioning when
2: to sell prior to retirement. Okay. I'm considering I live in Shoreview, I'm considering. Um, Selling the house and buying something over in Wisconsin because of the um, difference in the how the taxes are done
1: mm-hmm.
2: on the pensions and Social Security Okay. And also on the investments.
0: Are you still so, currently working right now?
2: Oh, yeah. I, I will be working probably for six more years.
0: Okay. Well, the first thing I would tell you is there's a major difference between qualifying when you're working compared to when you're in a retirement phase, drawing pension income, IRA income, and there's a lot of different rules and there's some seasoning requirements, I would definitely recommend that you uh, do this endeavor before you retire, if at all possible. Otherwise, you'd want to reach out to me to find out what the differences are in qualifying when you go into a retirement status. What, okay. what do you think, Mimi?
5: I do agree, and I understand your reasoning for wanting to go over to Wisconsin. You can, can get quite a lot more property for your money at the moment. Um, and, of course, Shoreview being a very desirable area and a, a good tier outside of the metro, so you, know, you would want to do, to get some information about what the house would sell for, so we would offer you a free market analysis.
0: The other thing okay. is, is what, what kind of home are we thinking about buying in Wisconsin, ma'am?
5: That's a good question, and I haven't
2: quite determined that. I've thought about, well, if I retire at sixty-eight, maybe I should look at a townhouse. Okay. Um, if I re, what I if I had my brothers, it would still be single-family ranch with a few acres. But
5: I know that that's not reasonable to take care of.
0: Okay. For
2: Twenty more years. Well, 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 they the, do
5: have a lot of really great one-level detached townhome situations over right across the bridge in Somerset. Um, very okay. affordably priced, and so you kind of get both both scenarios for your money if you okay. haven't looked okay. at those.
0: As I've mentioned before on the show, prior planning prevents a poor performance. I would definitely recommend that you sit down with Mimi and uh, allow Mimi to ask you lots and lots of questions and then set up a, a search so that way you can start seeing properties, and that will also help you gain a better understanding as to what you're really wanting. And if you're looking in the western Wisconsin area and specific areas, you don't have the density of homes over there. So your property, uh, it might be a, a search that could take some time. So I would recommend you talking with Mimi sooner rather than later.
5: And I have a house Great. in mind for you right now on the top of my mind, Pat, that I'd like to talk with you about. Okay. Does that sound good? Yes, yeah, it does. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, well, pleasure thank you. talking with you.
0: We're, We're going to enroll you in the uh, in the raffle.
4: Yes. Okay. Thank you, Pep. Thank Pat. you, Pat, for Thanks, calling in Pat. this morning. All right, you guys, it's time for break. Where are we going next? We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and keep talking about the risk versus reward scenarios. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071.
1: At Farmers Insurance, we know there's a crucial difference between a kick drum pedal and your car's accelerator pedal. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers
0: Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
4: Welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on MyTalk1071.com uh, is where you can listen to the podcast if you happen to miss anything from this morning's show. I am Sonny, filling in for Miss Shannon, and with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson. We are talking about risk versus reward, but we wanted to remind you, if you have questions, please call in 651-641-1071. Not only will you get your ans- your questions answered, you'll also be entered into a Facebook drawing for a $50 Crave gift card. Yeah, you just got to awesome. like the Red Hot Real Estate group on huh? Facebook. They got so great food. Phil,
5: you were singing a little bit there between the break. So what were you singing?
0: Money, 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 <laughs> money. <laughs> money.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Phil. What do we got? What are we talking about?
0: Story of the week. This one's a little bit different. We talk about an appraisal. I had a client call me concerning a low appraised value of their home. In other words, they made an offer on a house and the appraisal came back and it came in light. And I said, well, tell you what, send me a copy of the appraisal. Let me take a look at it. Let me do some research. I'm not going to promise you I can help you. I took a look at it, looked at some additional comps, and I called the client back. I go, I I can make this deal work. She goes, you got to be kidding. I said, no. So I had her apply, got all her information, submitted. It is this appraisal that she had to my appraisal management firm, appraiser went out reappraised the home our appraisal came in at value now they're closing the deal
5: so that is a that is a hail mary right there what do they call that analogy in football when they you know it's like a a digs move right you jump up in the air and catch it out of you know it's like a wow yeah
0: it was a wow moment for the client and i mean i love saving deals when deals can be saved it just really comes down to you know researching things and you know i'm I'm going to say I'm somewhat gifted because I've been in the business 17 years. I've seen everything and because I remember everything, thank God, still knock on wood. (laughs) All right. That I'm able to take all this knowledge that I have and I'm, I'm able to implement that for a client. And sometimes. It, it's very, very helpful to that client.
5: Let's just talk a little bit about the whole thing about the appraisal. So let me just recap what you just said. So the appraisal that you got the first time that was not at value, you went back to the appraisal management company, which is a neutral third company, and that's mm-hmm. where the orders get dispersed from out to the different appraisers that are on the list.
0: This was actually a client that was working with a different lender, and the different lender, that was their appraisal, and they couldn't close the deal based on the fact that the appraisal came in low by $13,000. Now they,
5: did they try to appeal that with that appraiser? Do you know? No. Okay.
0: They did not try to, to, uh, do that. Uh, secondly, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I think the person she was working with didn't have a lot of experience Mm. in doing what's called a rebuttal of an appraisal. And, uh, I've already had five of those this year. I've won on three. They're very, very difficult to win on. But um, I'm just happy that, like you said, it was a Hail Mary.
5: Exactly. And so what that means is that that particular client, they switched not only lenders. So that means that your, your company with Amec had a whole different list of appraisers that could be sent out. And so did you submit that Bad appraisal along with that as supporting evidence to this new group? I
0: sent, I sent the appraisal, and I had my appraisal management firm look at it, and then I sent two additional comps that I found um, to go, here's what I'm thinking. I believe the values there based on these additional comps uh, with the understanding um I didn't know if it was going to work or not. So there's no, there's no guarantee.
5: Here's my takeaway. And that, what I think that our listeners need to understand is that when people come to us, me and Phil, and they say, I've been told no, or I can't do that because of this. I was told that I can't do that, or I can't buy that, or I can't get that. We don't look at that as a complete, you know, that's the end of it. We look at it with different eyes, with new eyes. Right, Phil?
0: I I would say it just really comes down to the capability of the person you're working with and uh, the amount of it is experience the people you're working with have because there's some institutions that their their box is very, very small. And if you don't fit in their box, it's a pretty easy answer. We're sorry. We can't help you. Whereas with myself. I've got 80 different lenders I can work with. They all have different programs. They all have different rates. Mimi's got a, a plethora of knowledge, and so do I. And when a client calls us, I'm asking myself the following question. How can I make this work? It's not, oh, that's that's a denial. No. How can we make this work within the guidelines, within the programs? What is it that the other lender didn't offer or what is it the other lender didn't provide to the consumer to cause them to be able to facilitate a transaction
4: we said today is risk versus reward are you in this particular when you're talking about the appraisal are you talking about the person who's coming to see you guys there's the re- Where's the risk and reward in this? That's the part I'm not understanding.
0: The risk was they didn't go to a lender that had the ability that we did.
4: Gotcha. Okay. And
5: so let's just say, Sonny, that that was you. And you'd been shut down by the person that you went to Mm -hmm. first. And you said to yourself in the back of your mind, you said, oh, well, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Right. You know, but you (laughs) did On to the
0: next house. And here she had already paid $500 for Uh, the appraisal.
5: Yeah. Okay. And so just because you had the wherewithal, because you listened to the show and you know how great... Uh, calling in with for our listeners, like you called Phil. Right. You said, Phil, I just got told this. Right. And first of all, you said, Why didn't you call me first? <laughs> <laughs> <To> <laughs> <number> believe, <one. laughs> believe it or not,
0: I get I, on an average week, I probably get three calls a week from clients that are calling me going, This is what I'm being told. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you 75 to 80% of the time, I'm telling the client, Well, there's a better way of doing this. That's Every nice 20% of the time, I'm saying, yep, you've been told the right thing, right. and I'm sorry to say, you you, there's nothing that can be done based on your situation. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to right. do that. But I never, ever tell a client, you you can't do what you want to do. I always tell them, you can but you're going to have to do this, 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 and this. Right, there's
4: a process to get to that. Correct. But in this
5: past scenario, Sonny, he just saved you $500. Right. And time. That's the reward. And time, lots of time.
0: I saved the client uh, their dream home because that's the house they wanted.
4: Right. Okay, so the
0: risk was they went to the wrong institution to work with, Mm -hmm. and the good one, with the reward was she called me, Explained your situation and we were able to fix it. So they got their house.
5: So I want to tell everybody out there that if you haven't if you've got a, a loan officer that you're working with, it doesn't hurt you to get a second opinion by calling Phil and Phil, how do they get a hold of you?
0: Six five one two three eight six seven four eight and you're talking a 10 to 15 minute conversation. Costs yeah. you nothing.
5: Absolutely. And for all of our listeners today, Sonny, we're doing a really fun thing. We're mm-hmm. doing a Crave restaurant gift certificate, $50 value. We're going to all of our callers today, we're going to put into a hat and we're going to do a random drawing that will post the winner on our Facebook group page,
4: Face the Red Hot Real Estate Group. So all you have to do is call with your questions. Yeah. 651 one, yeah, six, 641 1071. You are listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. We'll be right back. God, no. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm in with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson. And when I say I'm, I mean Sonny. I'm filling in for Miss Shannon today. Please call in with your questions. It will reward you. Uh, 651-641-1071 because Mimi and Phil are doing a Facebook drawing for a $50 Crave gift card. All you have to do is find the Red Hot Real Estate Show on Facebook, right? Exactly. And like it. Pretty yeah, simple. Pretty simple. And call in. And call in. <laughs> That's got an to, important piece. Got to piece. call in. <laughs> All right. So risk versus reward. Well, you know, Sonny, you look
5: like you're pretty hot over there.
4: Oh, I, actually, I am kind of hot. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. So.
5: Well, you know, what that sounder means is that we're going to the Red Hot House of the Week, and this one is back on the market at a brand-new price at $2.99. And sit down, get your pens... Be sure and check out the link on our show page here at My Talk 107.1. And our keyword always is red hot. We're going to 1140 Hunter's Court in Arden Hills. And this is a phenomenal house in a phenomenal location. We're in Moundsview Schools, School Districts. This is absolutely a turnkey property on 0.43 acres. And it's also on a cul-de-sac with a really, really nice pond. So you've got all the natural wildlife and everything. It's turnkey. It's move-in ready. And it's got in a phenomenal school district, and as I mentioned, it's in Mountainsville View Schools, and priced only at two ninety nine. So be sure and get in on this action. You can four point
0: te- three acres. That's a steal
5: in the city. It's amazing, and it's close to Lake Josephine and all of the parks and trails. And all you have to do to get information is text one one four zero to
4: 651-226-2560. Uh, we have a call this morning, you guys, from Rhonda. Good morning, Rhonda. Welcome to the Red Hat Real Estate Show. What is your question?
0: Morning, Rhonda. Good
4: morning. Oh, hi. Okay, I have
2: two, two questions. One, I have, we have a home, and then we have a second on it. I was wondering if we could merge them together.
0: If you, but, are we talking about a second home, or are we talking about a primary residence?
2: A primary
1: residence.
0: If you have a first and second, yes, you can you can combine your first and your second. And normally, that saves you a lot of money as long as you've got a fairly decent equity position in the home. I would tell you you'd want to have at least a 20% equity position paying off your first, paying off your second, combining the two together.
1: But
2: if we're going to sell it in a year and a
0: half, would that really be... If you're going to sell it in a year and a half, then it does not make sense. Uh, I wouldn't. I would not advise you to do that. You're you're not going to be able to recoup your closing costs. Uh, if I were to do the math, you'd end up losing on that deal.
5: You know what, Rhonda? What okay. comes to my mind is with interest rates as low as they are right now, and with the buyer demand as high as it is, you might want to have a conv- consultation with us. We can sit down and show you what the property might sell for if you were to sell it today or tomorrow and kind of get a ballpark idea, maybe now would be the time. And as Phil talked about with our previous caller, Pat, it's easier to do things before you retire than after you retire. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, and that's why I was listening to it, and I thought, oh, you know, because if I retire in 14 months, maybe we need to be thinking about selling our house sooner.
5: You're
0: You're far better off qualifying when you're working than when you go into retirement becomes a lot more difficult but here's the other thing by having Mimi come in she can then uh tell you some of the specific things that you might want to do to your home or that need to be done to your home and before prior to selling because if you get those things done you'll get more value at time of sale yeah we've been
2: kind of doing that we need some more to do but um yeah, the neighbors' their household last year in four hours for three hundred sixty-nine thousand, and we're pretty much the same house.
5: Okay. Well, that's good news. But I can tell you, Rhonda, this year at this time versus last year at the same time, completely different. Um, we're starting. To, we're starting to see things slow down and and shift and change. So you want to get ahead of the curve. And the best way to do that is to, in my opinion, is get that market analysis and have a consultation. You know, absolutely no obligation. Okay, so
2: how would I do
5: that? Well, you can leave your information with our producer, Hope, and Phil and I will get in touch with you this week.
4: Okay, sounds great. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, Rhonda. Bye, Rhonda. We can enter her into that drawing as well. Mm -hmm. Make sure if you have a question, call in 651-641-1071.
5: So, Phil, I just want to talk a little bit about that. Let's just dive in a little bit deeper. So, today we've had two people that have the, you know, I'm thinking now they're five to eight years away from retiring, Mm -hmm. and you have advised both of them that it's far easier to qualify for a new home or a purchase while you, A are still working correct okay so can you kind of deep deep dive into that a little bit more
0: sure well keep in mind that if you're going to get social security social security doesn't start right away and then you have to show at least a two-month history of the social security before you can count it all right so for that person that goes okay i'm retiring here in two months i'm going to sell my home right now and they haven't talked to a mortgage loan officer or a mortgage professional, they're going to assume, well, I'm good to go. I've got all this money, and I'll be able to use this money for my retirement. I think it becomes a little bit more complicated because once you retire, you want to talk to your financial planner as to what funds you want to be using uh, based on the fact that different type of funds – and different type of assets all have different type of tax ramifications. Mm. And I've actually ran into clients that use money out of their retirement and ended up getting a giant tax bill at the end of the year because they didn't do any tax planning prior to making that specific purchase. So kind of, you know, going off what Mimi was saying Uh, And and the question was, is why do you want to do this prior to retirement? Your documentation is a lot easier. Basically, all we're going to look at is a W-2 and your paycheck stubs. And as long as you qualify based on your current income, a mortgage lender cannot ask you when you're going to retire. Okay? That's not a question we ask. All right? Uh, It just comes down to, do you qualify today? And it's a lot easier debt-to-income ratio-wise, reserve-wise, all these types of other aspects to buy prior to retirement.
5: That makes complete sense. Um, And it would be easier, too, right, because you're still working. You know, you can, you know, take your time a little bit to get your house the way you really want it to be or the way that it's advised that it be. Um, You want to get your house, and I call it buyer eyes. You want to get your house to, to look like something that the buyers in today's market want to see. Now, I I know this is going to sound really really weird, but i've I've worked with a buyer recently, and I'm not going to say what demographic this buyer was in. You can make your own assumptions, but when you walked in, they could not, no matter how much I said, "Don't look at the decor." Please don't look at that. That's not going to be here when you buy this house. That's going to be gone. It's going to be empty. Okay, so close your eyes with me as we walk through. Now we're standing in the kitchen and the kitchen's got borders up in the wall and it's got, you know, doilies and such. And and like stop right where you are. Close your eyes. Look at this room. It's perfect for you and could not could not see past it. Okay, so this is the reality that a lot of us realtors are dealing with right now. We've got certain people that can't see past little things. So if your house is dated... Let's have a consultation about this. Maybe there's some small things that you can do to make it more contemporary Mm. that would appeal to different buyers, a a broader spectrum of buyers. When you say
4: the decor, you're not talking about like the infrastructure, like the way the shelves are. You're talking about the things that they put on the infrastructure. I'm
5: talking about the decor. So, for instance, um, you don't like tan let's just say that you're you don't like tan and i show you a house that's just painted in tan Mm -hmm.
4: and you're like "Ah, i hate this house it's tan if it's changeable don't let it get in the way of you seeing the house exactly painting
0: a house is very economical and doesn't take a lot of
5: time it's the cheapest thing you can do and paint smells good so
4: (laughs) and you're saying if 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 you're the seller that talk to a consultant because Talk the to buyers me. are saying they can't see past what's I'm, going on in your in exactly. The house. Mm-hmm.
5: Gotcha. And I should just take you shopping sometime, Sonny, and then you can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you know, it's just a, it's just what I'm saying. Phil. Okay.
0: Getting back to the risk versus reward real quickly. We're talking about that 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 senior that's going to go into retirement. Okay. I've ran into a lot of seniors lately that have said, Well, I'm going to pay cash for the house. That's awesome. That's great. But my question to you would be, have you met with a financial planner and asked yourself the question, if I could finance a home at 3.75, but my rate of return on my investments is 7% annually, is that a good investment to pay cash? No. You're better off financing at 3.75. Now, if mortgage interest rates were at 10%, and I'm only getting a rate of return of 7% on all my uh, investments for retirement, then by all means, you're better off paying for cash.
5: I agree with you, Phil, but there are certain people that are very low risk. They mm-hmm. don't want to take any risk. They, they are like, the stock market is volatile. I've got this cash. I just want to do that. Your advice to them is, yeah, put that in a secure investment uh, product. Maybe a CD or something. You could put
0: it into CDs. You could put it into bonds. You can diversify, put 20% in medium risk uh, mutual funds, put the rest of the 80% in in maybe lower you know, bonds, CDs, those types of vehicles. You'll make more money on that in the long run and have maybe just a small mortgage. Instead of paying $400,000 cash for the house, maybe you get a mortgage for 150000 and we reinvest the other two hundred and fifty. And if you talk with any really good financial planner, they would agree with me on this.
4: Absolutely. All right, you guys, it's break time. So um, also wanted to remind you, if you want, have questions or you want to get in on the show and you want to be uh, entered into the Facebook drawing, call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with a conversation about risk versus reward right here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on MyTalk 107.1. If you happen to miss the show, then you can check out the podcast at mytalk com. keyword Red Hot. We're going to go straight to the lines right now because it's, it's really busy. Um, I'm in with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson, and we're talking about risk versus reward. And we have Shirley on the phone with her question. Good morning, and welcome to Red Hot Real Estate.
3: Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. All right, oh, what's your question? Good
0: morning, Shirley.
3: See, so I have a situation where, you know, I've been contemplating on selling, However, um, there are a lot of things that really do need to be fixed up and modernized and, um, you know, but it's just a matter of finances of being able to afford that. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of these houses advertised online, you know, where they're just what's picture perfect, newly remodeled, you know. So those are obviously the houses that I'm sure people are going to be drawn to. But how do I, I guess my situation is, I don't even know where to begin. If you don't have the finances to fix everything that you need to, to compete with some of these other houses, what do you do?
5: Hey, Thank you, Shirley, for the call. So can you describe a little bit about what sorts of things are are on your mind that are concerning to you?
3: Sure. So, for example, I don't have the, in my kitchen, I don't have the granite countertops like I see a lot of these houses. You know, um, I don't have the, Stainless steel appliances. My deck definitely needs to be restained. Um, I've got, you know, um, a bathroom that still has. This house was built in seventy eight. I've got a bathroom that I believe still has the original, like almond, you know, tile in it. Right, so it's not um, it's not up to date, and a lot of that um, is very expensive to yeah. do.
5: So, question for you and Phil, you can chime in on this too. Do you feel like you have a, a fairly decent equity position in your house? Do you do you owe a lot of money on the house, or have you paid quite a bit of it off? Um, no, I
3: have. Um, I mean, I still owe quite a bit. Um, I've done, because I've done repairs along the way.
0: Mm-hmm. How um, long have you owned the you home?
3: Um, for about 20-some years, but I ended up, you know, through a divorce, I ended up buying out my husband, so I had to take money against, you know, that to pay him off. When what did you that? last
0: when did you last refinance?
3: Um probably what, three years ago I did?
0: Okay. So you you pay you bought out your your ex spouse at a fifty percent mm-hmm. equity position. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be willing to bet you that you're still sitting on a very, very nice equity position on the home. You could probably use a very small home equity line of credit that would be an interest-only vehicle. The payment would be very, very small. You could take care of the things that need to be taken care of in the home. But I would warn you to definitely meet with Mimi prior to doing anything on your property. Because you could literally over-improve your property in specific areas, and you won't get the money out at time of sale.
5: Yeah, Shirley, I want to tell you that this is something that we specialize in, meeting with folks and having a conservative eye to be able to tell you, okay, so this is something that we believe is important for you to do, and these things can wait. Mm. So um, I know that you've called, and you're going to be entered into our drawing, and I hope it's got your information, I hope. And um, if she does, then we'll we'll reach out to you this week and we can maybe set a time to come out and take a look and give you some guidance on that and also share with you some of our our seller guides. Yeah, I
3: I actually would love that because I right now I just it feels overwhelming.
5: It always you know, is overwhelming. It's so hard to sell a house and you you are not alone. Um it is it was one of the most stressful times of my life and I completely empathize with all of our listeners that are going through it.
0: Surely we can make it easy for you. Trust Absolutely.
5: Us. Okay. I, well, I would appreciate that. That would be wonderful. You got it.
4: Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right. Now we have Patty on the line, selling and looking to retire. Good morning, Patty. Morning, Patty. Hello. So what's your question? Hi. Thanks for,
2: uh, My question is, I am renting right now. I'm uh, 53 years old and will be retiring in probably three to four years. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if there, if I should just plan to continue to rent into my retirement or if there is an advantage to buying something, um, or is it kind of is there no benefit one way or the other
0: i would I, my first question that comes to mind would be how much are you paying rent right now
2: thirteen hundred
0: then I would tell you that you would be far better off owning a home all day long because it 's going to give you that much more opportunities to uh, create an equity position as a homeowner right uh, tax, potential tax write-off for you as well. And even if you own a home for, say, 10 years and then you decide to go back into a rental position, you will have gained all that equity. If you were to take 1300 multiply that times 12, that's approximately $15,000 a year. Now, multiply that times 10 years, you just lost $150,000 by renting. Oh, mm-hmm
5: and okay. you ca- the thing that we're seeing right now patty is that rents are going up astronomically exponentially up 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 and affordable housing is getting harder and harder to find so if you can get into a property and say even lock a, a monthly payment at the same as what you're paying in rent right now, you're still beat the 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 gain going forward because rents, there's just not building enough properties that are affordable right now.
0: I'm actually seeing clients that are living in the inner cities now that were paying rent of 1300 here three years ago. Now they're having to pay 1600 1700 and believe it or not, they're not able to find affordable rent here in the cities and they're having to move south and north of the metro
5: yeah, to, so, to, to
0: basically find an uh, affordable housing.
5: So it, it, I think, Patty, it would be really worth your time to have a consultation with Phil and let him, you know, sit down with you. Um, he can give you candy.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's got candy on
5: his desk. Um, but he can mm-hmm. talk you through the different scenarios and then you can make your mind up yourself. Okay. That sounds great. Thanks for your help. Yeah. thank You're you, Patty. You're welcome. So, you know, I think that all of those callers are have great questions. Um, before we go into the break, do we have anybody else calling? No, we don't. Okay, let's talk real quick about one story, and I think that it's important for folks to know that if you've been approved FHA, there's a chance that Phil could con- convert you over to a conventional loan, and that would open up so many more properties for you.
0: So here's the story that just just happened here in the last week. I met with a client for a $270,000 purchase and their credit score was 616 and they were offered an FHA loan through another lender. Now, at a 616, the only thing you will qualify for would be an FHA loan. The rate they were quoted was 4.875% and the mortgage insurance was 184 for a total payment of 1809. But I had a consultation with them. I looked at their credit. I found three things that they could do immediately to their credit report. I ended up changing programs, going from an FHA to a conventional loan, put them in what's called a home-ready product, which is a first-time homebuyer product. Their rate went from 4.875 to 4%. I got them a new credit score of 690, and I got that done in six days. I dropped their mortgage insurance by 135 Their final payment was $1,614. And their total monthly savings was $259 a month.
4: In six days?
0: In six days.
4: Amazing. Imagine how much you'd be saving up over 10 years. And believe
0: it or not, for that person that was maybe qualified at a debt-to-income ratio of 50%, me saving them $250 a month, believe it or not, they could now increase their offer on another property all the way up to 50000
5: Well, they could also afford to eat, you know, because <laughs> it's, it's it's, important. It's, it's, it $259 it's a month will buy a lot of groceries. Yeah, it will buy a lot of yeah. groceries,
0: but dependent on the situation, depending on what the consumer is wanting, uh, yeah, there's two ways to look at it.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: All right, so, where can they contact you guys? Yeah, reach out to us at mnredhotrealestate.com.
0: And you can reach Phil Olson at 651-238-6748 or email me at phil at callphilolson.com.
4: Thanks for hanging out with us here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You can check out our podcast at mytalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot. Hmm.
1: Farmer's Insurance knows that when you're in the car and that song comes on. No, not that one. Ah, yes, that's the one. You have no choice but to pull out your imaginary drumsticks and smash those cymbals and stomp on that kick pedal which unfortunately is also known as the accelerator pedal and we covered it at Farmers we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two click for more we
3: are farmers bum,
1: bum, bum,
3: bum, bum, bum. underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available
0: in every state